Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Each week we focus on a person, historical event, or pop culture moment linked to HIV and explore the story of what actually happened. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jess. And between us, we've been working in the field of HIV for 40 years. Our aim is to get as many people as possible HIV educated. Welcome to the HIV podcast. This week, already, this is amazing. Let's start again. Welcome to the HIV podcast. Thank you very much, Sarah. Welcome yourself too. But I mean, I say this all the time. I'm not welcoming you. I see you all the time. I know, but it's so hard because it's just the two of us here. I feel like who else are you welcoming? I forget. Beg to differ. How do you know I haven't got an audience here? I thought you were going to say, how do you know I don't have an orgy? <laughs> Honestly, I thought that's what you were like. <laughs> what a week. First giveaway ever. Oh, I know. That's quite exciting, isn't it? I think it's very exciting. And again, thank you to the lovely people at Pasante. Oh, do you want to see? I've got some of the prizes here. Oh, have you? Let's have a look. Yeah. Ready? So here's the 50 condoms. We've got one Insti HIV self-test. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Um, we've got some light lube and strawberry lube. And I've got one more lube. Wait, all the lubes. Fresh mint lube. When is mint not fresh? Isn't mint always a fresh kind of? Yeah. It's like the freshest of all the herbs. Forget that mint's a herb. I was literally just thinking of like tree ball strong mints. So you still have the rest of the day to enter. So all you have to do to enter is be following on Instagram, both the HIV podcast and Pasante UK and share our giveaway post on your stories and you'll automatically be entered if you are over 16 and in the UK. Sorry, everyone else in the world. Oh, but maybe next time we can do a worldwide one. The last time I said that, you made me edit it out. Oh, <laughs> edit this out. I think you were just like, oh, she's she's making even more work for us. This worldwide, like crazy giveaway. <laughs> just... Yeah, no, let's start local and, well, not local, national. Yeah. And build ourselves up to worldwide global domination. Right. What else? It's testing week. It is HIV. So I know you are super busy. Obviously, I'm not. I'm super chilled this week, Jess. Yes, I am super busy running around. Lots of testing, though. Very good. We've been inundated. We, re- I think this is probably our best year ever. I've seen all of the emails coming in from people requesting postal tests. 
You'll note that I haven't offered to help you at all. That's just my my style of management. Sorry. One one woman flinging out posts. Actually, I can't say one woman. Lauren, lovely, lovely Lauren in the office has been my saviour while I've been losing my mind doing the postal testing. But do you know what? Postal testing is more popular than it is, has ever been from what mm. we're seeing anyway. I don't know about everyone else, but postal testing and Perhaps is it because of COVID? We're so used to receiving our like healthcare in the post. Oh, that's a good point, isn't it? I think you could be onto something there. I actually have to say, I don't know if this is going to be controversial, Sarah, but I like that it moved to February. I don't know if anyone knows this. Well, people working in the field of HIV will know that National HIV Testing Week used to be in November. And quite often what that meant was it would fall the week before, if not the week of World AIDS Day, which again is another huge date in the HIV calendar. So it meant that like the big events were crammed into this tiny amount of time. So this is quite nice now, you know, spreading the awareness raising out throughout the year. I would agree with that, actually. And we're seeing a better uptake as well, because, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a celebrity was often beginning the week of testing week. And everyone's like, I'm not thinking about testing. I'm thinking about starting Christmas shopping and watching I'm a Celebrity. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I've realised I've stopped calling it News Corner. I just started just... Oh, it's News Corner. It's Pickled Onion Corner. There was something else. Yeah, it's everything corner, Sarah. I'm just going to call it the corner. (laughs) So it means so much when people take the time to get in touch with us and let us know um, what they think of the podcast. So, So this lady had said... She has recently found our podcast and she's found herself, this is going to blow your mind, walking up to 12 miles a day just to listen to more episodes of our podcast. 12 miles a day is massive. Yeah, but just to listen to us. Oh, That is not, I didn't expect people to be like, yeah, more, more. I'd be like, no, turn it off, please. And she had said that she's been really interested in educating herself on um, what happened in the 80s. Um, And she said she's tried to recommend the podcast to friends, but she's been faced with a few comments like, I don't want to listen to doom and gloom podcast and love her for this. She explained that while obviously some have like a heavy tone, of course they do, that actually some are just lovely. And she said she just wanted to say a big thank you and that she absolutely hearts our podcast. Got another one for you. Okay. It's not obviously from the same person. So we did an Andy Bell episode. And so we had quite a few Erasure fans get in touch and start listening and things because, of course, he has a big following. They love him like we love him. So firstly, I just wanted to say they sent me a PS saying they're absolutely in and on board for the HIV Songbirds tour. Really? Yes. I said, I'll get you a front row ticket next to Charlotte, the other person that said they want to come. And it it will be the four of us in the evening. It'll be an intimate affair. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, Charlotte also said she's uh, happy to bring a triangle recorder. We're going to get a real like 80s vibe going on with the HIV Songbirds tour. Oh, oh, yeah, no, she's got to be a part of it, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But no, they had this person had got in touch and said they just started listening to the podcast and they love it. And they'd said that when they were writing about HIV and AIDS for their Instagram account, which is called Erasure Picnic, they felt a bit out of their depth as they never really felt they truly grasped the significance of what happened in the epidemic. Um, So listening to the podcast and listening about specific people in historical events has been amazing for them and really helped them like understand it. And yeah, how amazing is that? Oh, that makes up for all the trolls, doesn't it? 
doesn't it just? I, I knew you'd love that. I feel like I either come into every episode with like a real downer and go, oh, we've had all these awful comments or it's loads of lovely ones. There's never an in between, is there? No, no, that's true. But I think that's just like life. A roller coaster, Sarah, as Bewitched said. Oh, Bewitched. God, I used to love them. We can um, add some Bewitched covers to the HIV songbird store. Oh, God, yes. But let's not be doing all the dancing. Oh, gosh. Oh, there's a memory. I actually have denim dungarees, so I already have the outfit. Really? Your face then told me that you went, oh, do you do this? <laughs> I mean, let's just move on. <laughs> Right, today we are looking at, do you know what we're doing? We're going with, well, I've put changing the narrative as the headline. Really, it's just an excuse for me to have a good old rant. I feel like a lot of these podcasts are. It's sort of become your own personal soapbox. (laughs) Well, today my soapbox is very high. So we're looking at how we change perceptions of HIV. Do you know, this all came about because of comments that Graham at Outcast had received after we'd been on his podcast talking about you equals you. And oh, lovely Graham, we've literally just seen him like just 10 minutes ago where we recorded um, with him around some of the Gareth Thomas stuff, which which everyone might have seen because we will have shared it, obviously. But um, oh, he does such fab work. If, if, if you're looking for a new podcast, go and check out Outcast UK. Please do. And now I've finished giving Graham an advert for his podcast. You may proceed, Sarah. He is lovely though, isn't he? Uh, so he, uh, we've been on his podcast. We've been talking about you equals you and some of his listeners were horrified that if you're undetectable, you don't need to disclose your status. And, you know, the trolls were out in force about this. And it really got me thinking about responsibility and the judgments that are thrown at positive people. I mean, they're massive. We've seen that very recently, actually, with the Gareth Thomas issues on Twitter. What we're talking about, if you haven't seen it, is we're not literally talking about the actual case and what happened. We're talking about the response that erupted and this just tirade of hatred that that seemed to just be a wash on Twitter around this. Yes. And, you know, it really bothers me that positive people are still being stigmatised about their status, despite doing everything right so they're taking their medication and we know that's not always easy for people and there are side effects they're reaching that undetectable status which is that's the goal isn't it because once you get there you can have sex without any guilt you don't have to use condoms and yet people still think they're being dishonest yeah just the vilification so we need to kind of frame things in a different way don't we and we are very open to feedback <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> We're like, no. the just man's our social media she's very open to feedback on on what you all think you know let's get debate going welcome jess i like to just turn the comments off <laughs> that would just happen <laughs> yeah. i don't know what to do so kind of reframing i don't even know if that's the right expression but i'll stick with it for now so in an ideal world you'd meet someone you'd both go and get tested you'd kind of get the all clear and you'd have unprotected sex but we know that it never works out like that does it most people in the world have had unprotected sex at some point. We're all human and we all occasionally get carried away in the moment. I mean, I'm sure a young person wouldn't even use that expression, shame my age, but there you go. So you think um, when I was growing up, my generation, the focus was on not getting pregnant rather than anything else. And I do, I mean, I have trauma around condoms. Have I told you this before? Oh, okay. When I was younger, 
I was on the pill and I was going on holiday and I realised I hadn't renewed my prescription with the GP. Couldn't get a GP's appointment even back then. So I rang the local sexual health clinic and they gave me an appointment, right? So I went, they gave me the prescription for the pill. And as I was leaving, the nurse, she'd been a bit snippy with me, right, about the whole thing. She like gave me a lecture about being more organised. And then she said, you are taking condoms on your holiday, aren't you? And I was like, well, no, I'm on the pill. So she was like, wait here. And she came back with the biggest carrier bag I have ever seen crammed full of condoms. Wow. And I was on my lunch hour from work. I was like, God, how am I going to do the office? Everyone's just going to take the kind of mickey out of me. Anyway, I needn't have worried because when I, as I left the clinic, the bag split and all the <gasps> condoms went all over the place. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I like to think you just ran, left them there. Well, I, I did pick some of them up and then I thought, I just can't do this. So I did run. Nobody helped me. No one did anything. Oh, we wouldn't know what to do, would you? I mean, I wouldn't know whether that person would want me to help them or not. That is quite traumatic, though. It was busy because it was everyone's on their lunch hour. And oh, it was just absolutely I wish you'd been quicker on your feet. And when it split, you'd have looked down and been like, busy weekend planned. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when we've delivered condoms to other organisations, I remember walking through Reading with a carrier bag, see-through carrier bag, ram full of condoms for another organisation. I think it was of substance misuse. And two builders walk past and they're like, all right, love. And it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, you do. Well, well done for working so well around them. You've just given me flashbacks to when we used to hang condoms out in the woods. Oh. Um, wanted to obviously encourage people to use condoms, especially at cruising sites. So we sort of wanted to encourage more people to protect themselves. <laughs> so we would go and stand, but only to a point, wouldn't we? We would never go fully in and we would stand into there the and when, into the woods. Yeah. And when people came past us, we'd be like, would, would you like a condom and some lube? And some would take them and be like yeah for sure others horrified and be like, i'm just looking for my dog it's lost <laughs> like it's fine whatever you're doing is fine would you still like a condom but yeah so that that gave me flashbacks to that sarah because i bet that story is some people's condom horror story these two women just hanging around the woods with condoms and lube you know hello there condom sir <laughs> yeah i should say we don't do that now no, we don't. Can I tell you what I still have visions of? I remember an old man just popping out from a bush, like in the distance. It, the stealth moves that people were pulling to avoid us. It's like a, like a front roll across the floor and then dive into a bush just to get away from us. To try and kind of earn our stripes at these cruising sites. Earn our stripes? That sounded like we were doing something there. No, we wanted the community to obviously start trusting us and not be suspicious of us. So, so Sarah made me do a litter pick of a cruising site. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into it, everyone, but let's say there are a lot of wet wipes and it it was just a lot. It was a it was a sad day for me. I'd say that was peak career for you, actually. Big old rubber gloves and a, one of those poking sticks to pick up the litter. My goodness. We should point, can we just point out, it wasn't just us two. We had a group of volunteers, didn't we? Yes. Service users who use that cruising site a lot. Yes. Yes. Sorry. That is true. We did have cruisers with us. I do make it sound a bit like we just run around being completely rogue, don't I? Throwing condoms at people. Leave anyone. Come on. Oh my God. That's a new idea. Drive by condoms. We'll, we'll whiz past the lay by where one of these cruising sites is in and I'll just lob them at people as we go. Oh, okay. Let's try that. 
Okay, perfect. Right. What are we talking about? All right. Back to reframing. So we said ideal world, you'd both go and get tested, but that doesn't allow for any spontaneity. So firstly, you're HIV positive, you're undetectable, you meet someone, everything's heading in the right direction and it's time to get down to business. Oh, I'm coming out with all the little slogans today, aren't I? So a message for positive people, don't stress about whether you should tell the person you're with about HIV because you're undetectable. It's not the first thing you should blurt out, but do consider your own sexual health and consider when the last time that person tested was. Because I think people with HIV, they're such an honest lot and they do have this burden of responsibility and they want to be open. And we're saying, well, you don't have to. You do have to look after your own sexual health. So rather, right, well, I better disclose straight away. Just ask yourself what you know about that person's sexual health history. And if you don't know anything, use the condom. It will stop you contracting STIs, other STIs, hepatitis, gonorrhea, syphilis, all of those kind of things. So we do this sort of work with our service users where we're saying, don't see yourselves as a threat to other people, but do be conscious that other people may not be fully aware of their sexual health status. And therefore, if you're going to protect anyone, protect yourself and use a condom so you don't contract STIs. See, that's such a good way of looking at it, because like you're saying, if you're positive, I think your main concerns are thinking, oh, what am I doing? And is everything I'm doing okay? And actually, you should be thinking, well, hang on. No, I know that everything I'm doing is okay. I'm I'm undetectable or I'm choosing to use a condom if I'm not undetectable. But hang on, like you're saying, what about this person? Quite often, I imagine people are not thinking about the other person's sexual health. No. And then, and this is why we need to change the narrative and reframe it, because people are very quick to criticise positive people. We know this. And I think I've said it before, they're all missing the point. So we're all responsible for our own sexual health and we all have a duty to ensure we don't pass on any STI to anybody else. And if we all know our status, then HIV transmission rates will reduce because it's not people who have already been diagnosed and have an undetectable viral load that are spreading it. It's people that don't know their status. And that's kind of the reframing bit. It's not, I don't want people to point the finger. Well, actually, that's not true. I do because it does make me really cross. But we vilify people with HIV. We make them scared to have sex and nervous to be honest about their status. And it all needs to change to a world where we're all adults, where we all know our sexual health status, where we don't judge people that contract STIs and where we're kind to those that live with them because we recognise that in getting tested, that person did a good thing that protected the wider community. People with HIV should be celebrated especially those that take their meds every day and are undetectable. They're the good eggs in our society. They're doing everything right. They're looking after their own health. They're also looking after everyone else's health as well. Oh, I feel so much better and I've got that off my chest. Are you like, and seen? I'm going. Yes. No, you, you're so right. If this whole thing is just you doing soapbox speeches, let's go. Loved it. Okay, good. I do feel, I feel a lot lighter now. It's been brewing, it's been brewing for weeks, I tell you. Well done you, that needed to be said. Well, look, let's address the shouty people that we've had on our social media and that are out there who like to point the finger and let's remind them of three things, okay? So number one, people that don't know their HIV status that you need to be pointing the finger at because they are the ones that are potentially spreading the virus. You're not going to know who they are individually, 
because, you know, no one's ever bragging, are they, about not being tested. So start with yourself. Get yourself tested. You can brag about that and then you can encourage others to follow your lead. Love number one. Yes. Excellent. Number two, pointing fingers at positive people is creating stigma that doesn't need to be created. So we have got enough on our plates, me and Jess, trying to continually mop up the ongoing stigma from the 80s. We don't need anybody needlessly adding to it. Yes, absolutely. I'm pointing at you now, Sarah. I'm finger pointing at you. Yes. You are. Already clearing up this big old mess over here of a tombstone that's caused all this, you know, horrendousness. We don't need new new pockets of stigma, thank you very much. Especially when we've moved on so far. Exactly. Come and join me on my very high soapbox. Oh, I'm there. I am there. Okay, thirdly, stop being scared of positive people and educate yourself. Because all that happens when you start pointing the finger is that you make yourself look really silly. You're not going to win because you're up against the most awesome community in the world. And I stand by that fact. The HIV community is amazing. So come and join us. Word about you equals you and the importance of testing. Turn your angry energy into positive energy by helping us, because Jess and I could really use a bit of that at the moment. We really could. I mean, it's just, but it's not just the two of us, is it? It's our whole community that's so amazing that we know are listening and sharing, but we need more, 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 more. Absolutely. We need to grow our community and channel all that anger that people have into kind of positive energy. And, you know, imagine if the people that trolled us with the comments that really don't make sense and really highlight their lack of education, imagine if they use that energy to spread the word with us. Oh, God, it'd be amazing. It would, but I don't like them. Hey, well, look, but you might like them if they got on board with us and started listening to what we had to say and didn't come out with ill-informed opinions all the time that made no sense. That's true. Do you know what, though, Sarah, in this day and age, I truly believe that some people are just committed to finding an argument. Oh, I think that's very common. The world is very angry right now at, at lots of things, not just people living with HIV. But it doesn't mean that we should stop banging on about this and trying to change their minds. Agreed. Okay, so there you go. Three simple points for the shouty brigade. So come on, let's change the narrative around HIV. No more shaming those living with HIV. Instead, let's encourage those that haven't tested to do so and let's celebrate those that do know their status. I am super on board with this. Well, I mean, you know I am. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on the podcast. What's the case? We wouldn't be waiting for TV. <laughs> yes. I know, it's just like, why am I... It's like I'm having to let you know that I agree. Like, yes, it's just a given, isn't it? It's just a given. <laughs> But do you know what? I think sometimes it's obvious, isn't it, to us, but then we work in this sector and I suppose maybe people listening, I don't, From well, maybe maybe the trolls do listen. I hope they do. If you're a troll and you're listening, then take on board what I've said. Thank you. But I do think you're absolutely right in the in the respect of you're giving people tools. These are really simple things that actually you can do all of these things, even if you're not from the shouty brigade, as Sarah calls them, you know, when we were all testing for COVID, how many people did you see posting their tests on social media? Now, I'm not telling you all to go and get tested and then post your tests on social media. But what I am saying is look at the look at the difference, you know, in in how we treated those things. And that's how we need to move forward. You know, these smaller steps of even just encouraging people or talking about it with our friends. Do you know the last time any of your friends tested for HIV? Like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what their experiences were like. Again, we don't have to be like, right, what's your status? 
because that's everyone's personal business. But let's start having conversations. I think so. And if you are one of those people that's pointing the finger at positive people, I really hope that you know your own HIV status because that is just wrong if you don't. Vilifying them when you've never tested yourself is outrageous. Absolutely. I keep saying absolutely, but that's what I'm going to call this. This this is what this episode is. Absolutely. (laughs) So there you go. Look, we've come to the end. I'm climbing down off the soapbox now. Bear with me. There you go. It might be a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Sarah. Well done, you. Oh, it's been like a therapy session, Jess. I cannot recommend it highly enough. Oh, maybe. Shall I come in on next week and just shout about something I'm annoyed about? I mean, obviously HIV related. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. I'll just Sorry. keep bringing news corner. That's, that's <laughs> my input, isn't it? <laughs> and all the stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> Manning all the social media, trying to deal with the trolls, getting us free giveaways. You do a lot. Oh, thanks, Sarah. I do. I might just cut that bit down just for myself to listen to that. Like a little sound bite. Yeah. Every time I'm feeling a bit like, oh, God, there's just so much on. I'll play that and it'll be just you going, you do a lot, Jess. Mm. I'll be like, yeah, yes, I do, Sarah. Thank you. And I do a lot too. <laughs> Let them, now I'm going to say, let's move on. Yeah, no, you've ruined it now. Oh, well, anyway, do you want to know what we're doing next week? Yeah. Next week, we're looking at condoms. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to look at how they came about in the first place and what plans there are for the future. Future developments. Oh, okay, new I was going to say, like, wow, future condoms. Yes. I know. Oh, and just to cap it off, I'm going to tell you again, don't forget to go and get involved in this giveaway because I'm calling them cost of living condoms because it's really the cost of living crisis is real and condoms are blooming expensive. So get on board, get these 50 condoms. I've, I've only got one prize of all of these things. I'm making it sound like I'm just doing this enormous 2000 condom giveaway. I'm not, I'm not, but you know, you might win some condoms. That'd be nice, wouldn't yeah, it? Would be nice. They are expensive. No, I think it's great. Even throwing a little card from me and Sarah. Get out of my head. I was just thinking that. I will not get out of your head. Live it in there. (laughs) Yeah, you really do. Thanks for listening to the HIV podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can now also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the HIV podcast for behind the scenes insights and videos. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.